Welcome to Indie on the Voice America Kids channel. You may be asking, what does Indie mean? It's not just music or the way you dress. It's all about you and a unique way of life. Now, here is your host. Hey, it's Rinsley and you're listening to Indie. Welcome to my show, The Indie Show. Okay, so today I want to talk about something that has been bothering me for quite a while now. Um, so, in our generation of teenagers and kids, we see kind of, um, kind of a pattern going with how everybody's so, um, immersed in, addicted to the media. So I wanted to talk about that and, um, everything that's going on with that. And going to talk about possibly how it could be affecting us because I know that we're all on our phones constantly. We're on watching TV constantly. We're on the computer constantly. And I just, it has, and playing video games too, it has to have an effect on us because we're um, a generation that has never been exposed to this. Um, well, we are a generation that has been exposed to this. No other generation has been exposed to this more than we have. So that's something, because they had this stuff in the 80s, but they didn't have their constant access to it, and their phones, and everything. And so, I just wanted to talk about that. So, I wanted to talk about some statistics first. And, um, because before I go into saying what I think the effects are, um, I just thought I'd back that up. And also, um, if anybody has any different insights or opinions on this, I would love to hear them, so please comment down below. So, I think that we should be really aware of how we're spending our time, because, so this is an article that came from the Washington Post, um, it's called New Research Nearly All Teens Play Video Games, so, it says, no seriously, a recent study conducted Pew Internet and American Life Project has found that 99% of boys and 94% of girls play video games on a regular basis. Half of 1,102 kids ages 12 to 17 polled had played within the last 24 hours. The video game industry often sings in pra- its praises of the rating system designed to steer kids away from inappropriate content, but half the boys survived half the boys surveyed, not survived, listed a game rated by the industry system as mature as one of their favorites. So is gaming a social or antisocial activity? Looks like the answer is both or neither. Some of 76% of gaming teens play video games with others at least some of the time. On the other hand, 82% play games alone at least occasionally according to the recent published study and an initiative, I don't know what that word is, of the Pew Research Center. So basically, we have problems here. Why do all the kids play video games? Okay, so there's a 6% of girls don't play video games, and 1% of boys. So that's a problem, because the other 99 and 94% are constantly... You know, well, not constantly because I don't know how how much they do it, but it's really sad because actually I was um, searching the internet last night on this, and I found that a lady actually states on Yahoo Answers that she admits to playing video games for 36 hours at a time. 
in one day. And she said that, she stated that my parents didn't mind if I sat at the computer all day. So isn't that sad that we are on the computer, on our video games all the time? And not only are we just on that, we're watching TV. Um, I've, when I was younger, there are some kids that, um, I remember a girl who was having a sleepover at one of my friend's house, but she said, can you leave the TV on while we go to bed? I can't fall asleep without it. And I'm like, okay, this girl's eight years old, and she can't fall asleep without watching TV. And, okay, so let's step back for a little bit and think about this, because this is something that's kind of huge, actually, and it's taken a big movement and toll on our country right now. And um, it's a problem, because what if all of this um, went away? What if we got rid of the video games, you know? What if everything all of a sudden crashed, you know? I wonder what would happen, <laughs> actually, what kids would begin to do for fun because of it, because they don't know how to have fun. It's just something that's kind of interesting and a little bit worrisome. So, why is this? Why do we have this? So, one, I believe that we have a pretty corrupt um, entertainment business right now. The people in the t entertainment business don't care about the kids or anybody, just mostly the money. And also, and also... I have reason to believe that it's also because they have, um, it's almost like they're negatively trying to influence us, which is not good. Um, not only are they trying to ruin our morals, but they're also trying to take our money and pretty much waste our time. And that's something that's a problem because we could be doing other things, things that are good, but instead we're sitting at home for 36 hours a day playing video games. And 36 hours a day, okay. 24 hours are in a day. That means that this girl played video games for a day and, like, um, 12 hours more. So that's, like, a day and a half. Holy cow. <laughs> that's crazy. So that's sad. And I wonder how many other kids do that because I'm sure it's not just one person. I mean, this person obviously thought it was normal. So <laughs> that's kind of a problem. So actually, now I wanted to talk about the, the effects that video games have on kids because, yeah. That's a problem. But also, our parents are somewhat responsible for this. Because from the beginning, and I know teens love to blame the parents and everything for everything that's going on. And I know that it's, and we'd rather do that than take responsibility for ourselves. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't, because we should. We have full control over ourselves. But I'm just thinking about the parents that let their seven-year-olds play video games all the time because they don't want to deal with their kids. They don't want to have to con control them, tell them what to do. They don't want to have to deal with them. They just they just rather put their kids in front of a screen and just let the screen raise them, which is a problem because we have some very um, terrible things actually in front of our on top of our screens cuz so actually, let's see. So in the study in the Washington Post that it talked about just a few minutes ago, it says how most of the boys, half the boys that listed their favorite games, um, they were rated mature, which is basically like rated R for video games, which I'm pretty sure is not okay. Because when you have a m video game that's mature or rated R movie, you get subjected to profanity and sexual content and violence. Stuff that I don't think any human being should be watching, let alone a teenager, because we're actually at the most impressionable time in our lives, and it's definitely something that could affect us for the rest of our lives. And there was actually a study that 
shows um, mixed or incomplete information about teen violence in video games, which, I mean, it would be good if it was complete, but this is just what says the effects that it has on us. So it says, there does seem to be a link between violent media and violent behavior, but it is not clear if the violent media causes teen violence or if violent people are drawn to violent media. So I just want to step back and talk about that a little bit. So we don't know if it's causing the violence or making the violent people, like kind of egging them on, I guess. But um, I just don't know about that because it just seems like... It's just having negative effects already. And um, I don't know what the the violent, the teen violence rate is, which I should look that up. Maybe I'll say that next time. But um, that just seems like a big problem because, I mean, I don't know what the rate is. I don't know if it's worse than before, but whatever it is, it's obviously probably not helping. That's just, I mean, if it's not helping. See, in life, certain things... Okay, so whatever you do is bringing you closer to something or away from something. So if you're just wasting time, you're pretty much just getting yourself away from something. Um, from So just think about what, what you're doing and what it's bringing you closer to and what it's bringing you away from. So um, the next one says, Teens who enjoy violent video games will probably continue to be drawn to violent video games. So, I mean, that's just kind of a fact. It's just that's how it is. Um, brain scans of teens who have been playing violent video games do show an increase in activity in the part of the brain that controls strong emotions like anger and decrease decreases in activity in the part of the brain that is involved in self-control. So, um, are these video games causing us no more self-control? And that's something that's like, ooh, I don't know. Um, these effects may only be temporary, but researchers do not yet know. Well, okay. Something that you do, it's going to affect you for the rest of your life, even if you don't realize it. I'm pretty sure that in your brain, it's going to stay. So, I mean, just, uh, I don't know. I'm going to talk more about this when I get back. So, thank you so much for listening. This is Indie The Radio Show. We'll be right back. term break a leg what do you think of maybe it's the movies musicals stage shows and theater break a leg will explore all forms of creativity whether it's from theater movies tv or even books on our show we'll discuss all aspects of show business including how to get your start and what's trending now guests include actors singers and dancers working in the industry to give you a unique and personal perspective Tune in weekly to Break a Leg, your all things entertainment show. Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. There's so much going on in the tech field. 
The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are listening to Indie on the Voice America Kids channel. What we're talking about sets us apart from everyone else. Let's get back to the show. Hey, and welcome back to Indie the Radio Show. This is Rinsley. And so we were just talking about video games and how they affect us as kids and on our generation. So last I just talked about... Um, how video games affect the brain. So people who played violent video games had less self-control than the people who did and the people who, I mean, the people who didn't, the people who didn't have more self-control than the people who did. And um, the people who did play video games actually had more anger and um, strong emotions. So that's, yeah, I don't know. You do the math. I'm just saying. Just giving you the facts here and you guys can decide what to do with them. So, a study of people who played a long-term online fantasy game involving violence found no major changes in the participants' aggressive or views towards violence by the end of the study. This does not mean small changes did not take place, nor does it mean other games might not have a more serious impact. So, the studies that I'm giving you right now, of course, they're not, like, they don't have full surefire proof here, but... I don't know. I actually, when I was about 12, I used to play, like, Super Mario Bros., like, stuff like that. And I noticed that in myself that actually I would get really frustrated, even on just those, like, E for Everyone games, like, because you're not getting it, and it's kind of frustrating. And so eventually I was like, this is no fun. I'm turning this off. So I've never, I never play it anymore because, yeah. But I was, like, 12, so I don't know. <laughs> it's stressful and no wonder they have extra violence in them my little brother my parents got my brother's a teen rated game go mom and dad pg-13 super smash bros and um it's they're literally beating each other up well ethan my youngest brother would get really 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 like aggressive and angry and mad and he would start beating my other brother up i mean come on it's right there in front of you guys so i mean Video games are not good. I don't think they are. But, okay, so aside from the video games, let's just put that aside for a second. Yeah, that's a problem. I also wanted to talk about um, the media in our television and everything. So, um, in TV, we get exposed to lots of things. And like I said before, we get exposed to profanity and sexual content and violence. So, the violence... When I was younger, I never really thought that it was bad, you know. But actually, like I talked before, it's desensitizing us. 
So next time we see a dead guy on the street, we're not going to flip out. Like, I mean, wouldn't you, if you, I mean, pretty soon it's not going to matter to us anymore. We're just going to be like, oh, look, dead person. Great. Let's just keep walking, you know. Um, so that's a problem. <laughs> so, but I wanted to talk about the sexual content a little bit. So, um, nearly one million teens get pregnant a year. So, what do you guys think? I mean, that's nearly one million children that are born to teen moms who either get aborted or put up for adoption or kept by a mother who wants to live a good life, you know? Like, you're ruining your life if you do that. Either, and if you keep the kid, which I'm saying that's the right thing to do, but if you're going to be a coward about it, then, and keep the life that you have, you're going to go abort the kid or give him up for adoption. But the best, the if you're trying to affect yourself the least, you would abort it because nobody will know that you were pregnant and it's just no big deal. But that's stupid because you got yourself into this problem. Don't kill your child because, you know. And the I've heard people say that you can actually hear the babies crying when they abort them. So these kids are alive. They're not, like, just not fully developed their brains or not no they they can feel it so um let's see so i bet so one million girls get pregnant a year so i wonder how many a day that's that would be 2800 a day so we're making some poor choices okay i don't know and i'm not judging y'all for it but it's not exactly the ideal life cuz i mean I think everybody would, is just, more would rather have a life that has meaning to it and just something that's a little more organized, something that's a little more prepared. You want to get married, you want to have kids, but not yet. And you're not going to like, don't waste yourself on just this one boy. It's not worth it. And so that means that this study was done in 1996. So, that's about, like, almost 10 years ago. Or, maybe that's even 11 years ago. No, no, no. it was, like, 9 years ago or something. I'm not even willing to do the math. So, forget that. I'm not even talking about it. Wait, that was, like, 20 years ago. Oh, my gosh. I'm so airheaded. But anyways. <laughs> See how bad I am at math? Okay, so, um, that'd be 4 in 10 girls. So, yeah. That's just you do. You think about it. I'm not going to give you any more opinion on that because hate is going to hate. No, I'm kidding. So, eight young people a day die in alcohol-related crashes. But actually, I'm not going to talk about that yet. But I just thought I'd let you guys think about that first. <laughs> so, um, right now in our media, I'm just going to ask you guys why you think this is happening. Because I'm, I think I know why it's happening, but I just want to see what your guys' opinion is because I'm totally open to other opinions and different things like that. So, I think it's because of our media today, actually. I think that what we're being exposed to is slowly, like I said before, I just use the word desensitizing a lot because basically that's what's happening. I mean, I don't know how to put it in a better way, but um, it's desensitizing us to... Um, other things, we think that um, if Miley Cyrus wears underwear on stage, maybe we should too. Like, I see girls walking down the street wearing close to nothing, and that's a problem because 
I mean, <laughs> it's just not moral. And I don't want to talk about the effects it has on boys, but maybe I'll have a boy on sometime and I'll share with you guys because it's it's not good for them and it's not good for us. Like, we see, we hear about stuff that happens to girls and we wonder why it happens to us. And I mean us being sexually abused. And we wonder why. Well, I'll give you a pretty good reason why. I mean, <laughs> look at what we're wearing. I mean, how can you say that that's not affecting the boys in any way at all? So we blame it on them, and I mean, they shouldn't be doing it, but it's partly our fault. I mean, if they knew better, they wouldn't, but at the same time, they probably even justify it in their brains. I mean, I don't know what to say. So we, we see this thing happening where if you see um, Disney Channel shows 10 years from from now they would pretty much be pretty wholesome. Like, they would, their clothes were pretty, you know, unrevealing. They didn't have too much scandal. Now you go on Disney Channel, and they are wearing, like, I think even before, like, the swimsuits they would wear have to be one piece. Well, now, the swimsuits that they're wearing are bikinis, and they're showing so much skin that, like, there's almost nothing left to be shown. And, like, Come on. Like that's ridiculous. I don't I don't know. I just don't think that it's that it's right. Because before, I mean, we see a decrease in our values in America and the wholesome family stuff that's going on like we see a problem. I was talking to my producer last night or not last night, but yesterday. We were, were about to record and he was telling me about this movie that him and his family just saw. It's called The Book of Life. Well, he said it was a pretty good movie. But um, at the beginning, like the tourist, like the it was they started in a museum, I guess, and she had to be the um, museum guide lady. She had to be all like sexy and attractive, and you know, what if girls are just girls? What if we just be ourselves? What if we're not constantly dressing to appeal to boys? What if we're dressing for ourselves, and what if we're not? constantly immersed in this constant pull that is the media you know it's the mainstream we have to dress the way that they want us to dress we have to act the way they want us to act and if that means being promiscuous that's fine with us we just want to fit in but that's wrong we have to remember that it's not about what others think of us it's about what we think of ourselves and how we are living our lives to be good people and we need to change that so you're listening to Indy, and thank you for listening, and we'll be right back. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself. 
and entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Kids. At 14, you've become a teenager and are ready to move on to the next phase of your years. The squeals and screams are replaced by slightly less squeals and screams, and you're expected to act a little more grown up. Tune in to Life at 14 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life. Your hosts have some amazing life experiences, and because of this, they have the know-how to get you ready for what's next. Life at 14, Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, real kids, real talk radio. You are listening to Indie on the Voice America Kids channel. What we're talking about sets us apart from everyone else. Let's get back to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Indie. I am Rinsley, and I don't think I've said that yet. So, hi, I'm Rinsley. <laughs> Third segment, and I haven't even said what my name was. But I think you guys already knew. My picture's on the phone anyway, so just wave to me. I'll try to wave back, but I can't because I'm a picture. <laughs> I think that's funny. But anyways, 
So, um, we were talking about how girls have feel like they have to dress for everybody else. And how they have to act for everybody else. And so, um, I remember I was actually scrolling on Facebook. Probably I was like 12 or 13. Maybe I was even 14. I can't quite remember how long ago this was. I'm 16 now, by the way. So, I'm 16. It feels weird to be 16, by the way. Like, I don't know. But something's weird about being 16. Like, because when I was little. <laughs> See, this is what the media does to their kids. So I was actually a real brat because, and my mom actually, and I have reason to believe it was Hannah Montana. <laughs> but I was six years old. Or maybe I was younger, but I think I was six. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I was six. And I was, um, I just have this vague memory of my grandma saying, Rosie, it's time to come down to eat your food. And I was like, and she was like telling me, Rinsley, come on, let's go. And... <laughs> I was like, don't tell me what to do. I'm almost 16. Well, I was six. <laughs> and um, I was a brat. <laughs> I, had ten, I thought 10 years wasn't as long as it really is. Well, let me tell you, it's longer than that. So um, that's a problem because we already see our kids being affected by the media. I mean, obviously, I don't think I would have acted that way if it weren't for the programming that I was watching, I think. Because I wanted to be a teenager. I wanted to have a boyfriend and a car, and I wanted to dress cute and be pretty, and I wanted to be the popular girl, and I wanted everybody to like me. I wanted to be the cheerleader. Well, guess what? I'm none of those things. I don't have a boyfriend. I don't have a car. I'm not a cheerleader. And I don't think I'm popular. So, chances are, I don't really think that, that any of that happened. But then again... That's not what's important to me, but that's what they make look important to you when you're a kid. That's what they stress. You have to be this cheerleader, beautiful. You have to be be dating the quarterback on the football team. You have to be this and this and this. You have to be popular. Everybody has to like you. No, that's not it at all, actually. When I was in sixth grade, I was so affected by this and felt like it was so important to be this way that I hated anybody who wasn't. I just would roll my eyes at the band geeks and think that all the nerds were so stupid, but really, I think now, they're my friends. You're the, they're the only ones who will be my friend. <laughs> and that's kind of funny because before, I was so, like, only cared about the way people saw me. And I could care less now. <laughs> and all my, my friends were in... Like, one of my best friends was is Kylie. Total nerd. <laughs> Even because she was when she's little. Like, she tells me that she was a mathlete. And she won all the readathons and everything. <laughs> and she was in the advanced class. And she played. She was in the orchestra and all this stuff. And and um, my other friend. Well, she's just kind of. Not not the your picture of your average girl. You know, she's she's kind of. I don't know, she doesn't really care about the way she dresses, which is fine. Like, and the thing is, is I'd rather be like them than be like someone who only has friends resting on the point that she is pretty, and that she dresses cute, and that all the boys like her. When really that's not important because I don't want to be sought after every boy. I want to be sought after one boy. I want to be sought after my future husband. I want to be sought after the boy that will love me forever rather than just some boy that's on the football team. Like, forget it. That's not what's important. That doesn't matter. So, 
in the media, they stress this all the time. They're saying, you have to be this and this and this and this. You have to show all the skin. I remember in junior high, I used to sneak short shorts in. I was not allowed to wear short shorts, but I did it. Well, I did it once. <laughs> and then after that, I never did it again. Because <laughs> I got dress coded. <laughs> thank heavens for my math teacher. Miss Clements, if you're out there, thank you. <laughs> so, we have to think. If I was willing to get in trouble... And basically just for looking, up, like, appealing. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's something that everybody has to go through. Or maybe I can save you the pain by going through it right now. You want to be with the friends that will love you for who you are, rather than just the friends that you want to be with so that you'll be popular because that's what I was doing I would try to hang out the popular crowd so I would be part of the popular crowd but once I started hanging out with the girls that weren't as popular I was happier than I ever was before so maybe the things that you think are bad aren't as bad as they seem and I see the friends that I used to have and they're not as happy at least I don't think they are they're not as happy as I am maybe they are I don't know but save yourself the grief and the pain by actually accepting who you are and being yourself rather than just someone that's fake. And Because before, <laughs> before I turned 16, because that's kind of when the change started, which was only a few months ago, but it feels like a year <laughs> or two. Everybody used to call me the Barbie. And she's fake and, um, you know, all that stuff. And I don't blame them. Of course. <laughs> I mean, I would say one thing to your face and say the other thing behind your back. And I didn't care. I was Sharpay. <laughs> and I was pretty and I didn't care. Well, that's not the same case anymore. Because I've changed. And people realize that. And I think I have more friends. I mean, maybe they're not the popular kids. But I think I have more friends than I ever did. And I think that people appreciate me for who I am more than they did before because nobody knew who I was before and that's the thing so that's the effect that the media had on me um actually I'm curious about what the effect it's having on you guys so why don't you comment down below how it's affected you and how you changed or if you haven't changed I just want to hear about it so let me know um so that's what TV did to me. It's, it really, I mean, I can't say it ruined my life, but it could have. It was, on, I was on the road to it ruining my life. So, because I thought, I cared more about what boys and other people thought about me than what I did myself and my family and everything else. So, I don't know. I was on a road to disaster, I think. I don't know what you guys think, but. That's what I think I did. So, and now I want to talk to the parents. Because this is our fault, yes. But you guys have some responsibility in it too. Because when I was six years old, or five years old, I was diagnosed with ADHD. Now, I was in class and I couldn't focus at all. Really hardly at all. And um, one of the first grade teachers suggested to my mom that she put me on medication. 
and um, she did, my mom did, and I was a wreck. I don't remember very well, but I just, um, from what I've heard, I was really super focused at school, and then when I'd get home, I would just be a lethargic thing, or or I would go up, I guess, maybe I got lethargic after, but when I was going through with Jaws, when the medicine had worn off, I was so hyper and crazy, and um, that's not healthy, I don't think, so actually more teens die from prescription drugs than heroin and cocaine combined can you believe that so the teens i mean yeah we're stupid and we take drugs but parents hello are you <laughs> you're killing us more than we're killing ourselves and so i'm just gonna say no medication just stop it i mean let the person be who they are okay not everybody has to be good at school i'm not and I know plenty of other people who aren't. But that doesn't mean that we're not good people. And that doesn't mean that we need to be fixed. Because that's just who we are. We don't need to be changed. We don't need to be put into society's little perfect form, little perfect mold, and get straight A's. No. Because that's not who we are. Just because I'm not good at school doesn't mean I'm not good at a million other things. You just wouldn't know until you took us off the medication. Just let us be ourselves. Who cares if we don't get perfect grades all the time? That doesn't matter. That just means that that's not for us. If you're putting us on a medication and expecting us to go to college, we're never going to enjoy it because that's not who we are. If we're getting the good grades, we're never going to be happy because that's just not who we are. I mean, if you're trying your best, that's all that matters, right? So, in two 2013, more high school seniors regularly used marijuana and cigarettes and... 22.7 smoked pot in the last month compared to the 16% who smoked cigarettes. So I'm just going to stop it there and we are going to be right back. about the world concerns you is it future success is it world issues are you just looking to change the world in general tune in to what up world it doesn't matter who you are where you come from or what you look like everyone is entitled to the same chance for success follow your dreams move forward make a difference tune in to what up world every friday at 2 p.m pacific time 5 p.m eastern time on the voice america kids channel it's kids and cars if you could get behind the wheel of your favorite hot car where would you take it join your hosts who are both car enthusiasts as they take you inside on the road and past the pits with your favorite concept cars this is your chance to burn rubber and leave the others behind in the dust tune in to kids and cars thursdays at 1 p.m pacific time 4 p.m eastern time on the voice america kids channel if you miss the show you might as well be stuck in the garage what's cooking Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. 
Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are listening to Indy on the Voice America Kids Channel. What we're talking about sets us apart from everyone else. Let's get back to the show. Hey, and welcome back to Indie. So, last thing I just said was about the statistics in 2013 about the marijuana and the cigarettes. So, why are we doing this? That's like, and I mean, it's not, it's better than I thought it was. Let's just say that. Um, because if only 22.7% are smoking pot and 16.3% are smoking cigarettes, well, it's not great. But it's not as bad as it could be. So we just need to put a stop to that before it gets worse. Because that was 2013. I can only imagine what it is now. And it's really sad, actually, because I remember kids starting it in junior high. And it's really sad because you're ruining your life. Not only are you ruining your life, you're ruining your body. So if you want to go out for sports, it'd be really hard to. You know, because if you're smoking won't be able to breathe and for some kids who are asthmatic it's deadly and actually I knew a girl in elementary school who she said that her mom um smoked once and like completely fainted I guess and after that she never did it again so <laughs> I wonder what happened with that so 60% of seniors do not see regular marijuana as harmful but the Active ingredient in the drug in the drug that causes addiction is nearly five times stronger than it was twenty years ago. So it is harmful, actually, just so you know. And it might be a shock to you guys, but it's affecting us, obviously. It's ruining your brains and your lungs and it's just not healthy. And I know I sound like a broken record, I sound like someone like your mom or your dad or something, but I'm just saying. If you know what's best for you, you'd stop. So, one-third of teenagers who live in states with medical marijuana laws get their pot from other people's prescriptions. So that means that we should probably not have legal marijuana. Now, there was a boy that liked me. I don't really remember. Oh, I remember. He found me on Facebook, and this was before my change, so I was really lonely, and I wanted someone to talk to. Stupid idea. Well, he got really mad at me because I told him that I didn't want, like him, and he got pissed off. He was so mad, but <laughs> that's not the point. He said some pretty terrible things. Um, so, he had um, this thing, this banner on his Facebook page. And it said, like, legalized marijuana or something like that. This kid was 16 at the time. And him and his friends would walk from, like, I think it was from Mill Avenue to their house. And so that just got me thinking, what are they doing on the way there? I mean, they must be smoking. And it's sad that 
his, I don't know, it just doesn't seem like a lifestyle that I would want. And I'm not saying walking is bad or wrong or anything, because I'm not, that's not it. I don't know, it just didn't seem quite right to me. So, I don't know. Let me know what you guys think, because I'd like to hear what you think was going on there. <laughs> but I'm not saying, like, assume or cause rumors, because we shouldn't, but... I mean, just if you guys think you know what's going on, let me know. Because I just wondered why he was doing that. <laughs> and But it was sad because he was ruining his life. Like, and I think that he probably played video games. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I don't know if he did. But he was apparently a pretty violent person. I had heard rumors that his girlfriend broke up with him. And he drove his car into, like, a lamppost or something because he was so mad. It's sad that... Kids my age feel like they have to do stuff like that. It's sad that we feel like all of the stuff rests on our boyfriends and our girlfriends. And the, everything that's basically, you know, it's just not, it just doesn't seem right. So, and I have no words, actually. It's honestly just disgusting. And it's sad that we have, and it's not, necessarily our fault i mean yes we can control what we're doing and we can control what we're watching but what about the people that are providing this what about our parents don't they have some say in what we watch and what we do the video games that we play and what's on the internet all the time don't they don't we can't they stop it our parents can stop us from doing it and the people that are putting it on they can not even create it. So, what's up with that? What's up with that world? You tell me because I want to know what's up with that. Because that's a problem. And that needs to stop. So, I'm actually going to just... On a lighter note. Because, you know, we need to have a happier time now. Because I'm talking about what's all wrong with us. and Yeah, there's a lot of things wrong with us. But <laughs> there's still good people out there. And I believe that maybe we can get the world to get better. There's always a chance, and I have faith. And so, but it just seems like we're on a downward slope right now. Um, so, actually, I want to get the authors of Do Hard Things on the show. So, if anybody listening has any connections, um, can you talk to them for me, actually? And also, those of you who are just listening and res listen regularly, could you actually go comment on their Facebook page and have them and suggest that they come onto the show? Um, that would be awesome if you could. But, I mean, yeah, just just do it. Just do it. It would be great. Um, okay, so actually, right now, I'm going to spotlight a singer because, yet, yes, this is still a music show, and so I still need to be talking about music. So, um... Mindy Gledhell, I wanted to talk about her because I actually recently just started listening to her music and I really like it. So she is, um, Mindy Gledhell spent most of her youth in Eureka, California as a young teenager. She migrated to Spain and learned its language. She studied at BYU and now she lives in Utah with her husband. So Mindy's music has developed a strong online audience amongst bloggers and YouTube channels. So I'd like to describe her music because it's really cute. It's kind of, I don't know how exactly to suggest I mean, suggest describe it. <laughs> Why did I say suggest <laughs> to s describe her music? But it's just very happy and light, and it's just kind of fun. It's very indie. So, um, in 2012, Gledhell was recognized as one of Utah's 40 under 40 in the Utah Valley Mag Business Question Magazine. I guess 
I don't know. In 2014, she was featured on the cover of Utah Valley Magazine. Glad Hall released her debut album, The Sum of All Grace, in the beginning of 2004 on Lumen Records. <laughs> That's funny. Sounds like Auto Lumen. <laughs> but, um, however, she soon dropped her label in the pursuit of more indie sounding. Ha. <laughs> indie sounding. Like right now, it's indie sounding. <laughs> That's funny, you guys. Please laugh. If you're at home, just... Even if it's not funny, just laugh, okay? Right now, just just laugh. Good job. Okay. So, not to not be... So, she... Citing her desire to not be contained by the single musical category, she recognized... She is recognized for her albums Feather in the Wind, Anchor, and Pocketful of Poetry. She has performed alongside talented artists such as Katie Herzig, which I don't even know who that is, Juno Award winner and Megan Smith and Meteor Choice Music Prize winner Julie Feeney. I don't know who any of those people are. Comment below if you do because I'd like to know if you know who they are. Please just give me feedback. And if you have questions, holy cow, I can answer all of your questions. Well, I'll try to answer all of your questions. <laughs> I'm not going to like answer what's the meaning of life. But because <laughs> um, I'll tell you what I think the meaning of life is, but I probably won't. I agree with it, or you won't think it's the same thing, but whatever. So, um, yeah, just, I'd love to get to know you guys and talk to you guys as my audience. I think that'd be great. So would you just let me know, talk to me, tell me what you, how you feel, what's up with that day. Well, you know what? I'll even have you on the show if you want to go on the show, just like message and all, and I'll talk to you. All right. So I just wanted to wrap it up here and say thank you to all those listening because you guys are awesome for listening and even putting up with my strong <laughs> opinions all the time. Well, not all the time. It's been like the last three shows, but putting up with my strong opinions, period, and just dealing with me. <laughs> so I just want to, next week, I just want to talk about how we can make a change because I feel like we can, and that's what I want to do with my life. So if you're interested in learning how we can to change the world, then just tune in and I'll try to give you some good insight. Well, thank you so much for listening to Indie the Radio Show. I am Rinsley, and you're listening to Indie the Radio Show. We'll see you next time. This show was produced by Kidstar. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Indie. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time and 5 p.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Kids channel. Are you feeling inspired to be original now? Go do something awesome, beautiful, and be Indie. Now from the Kids Are Album of the Month, here is the Wiz Pops and their song, Anglerfish.
Wisp Pops from the Kidstar album of the month. 